Mac Jones is ripped. Matt Patricia is calling plays. The Celtics are title favorites. And The Ringer has a new Boston show. I'm Brian Barrett, host of Off the Pike, the show covering all things Boston sports. I'll have shows multiple times a week covering your favorite teams and with your favorite Ringer and local guests. Plus, maybe Bill will stop by to rant about the Sox. Follow Off the Pike with me, Brian Barrett, now on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. You gotta put something on the. You gotta put something on the screen. It's just a black screen. What do you? What do you want to see on that screen? I just want anything to look at. Oh. Can would you, you have, Would you, you like to see us on the screen? No, no, no. You know what I'd like to have? Can you stream YouTube? Welcome to the podcast. No, whatever. They're fine. <laughs> Can you put YouTube TV on there? Just have it playing in the background on ESPN? Yeah, I guess so. Do that. I could. I can't right now. Like, if we, if um, you had said anything any time before we actually started recording, I probably could have. But here we are. Okay. Opening a show in the middle of a conversation, just like the people like. I was excited to see some YouTube TV. I was excited. I forgot I had that subscription till this morning. That's why I reminded me. Oh, really? Yep. I was excited to get here until I got a traffic ticket make, on the way here. Can you so. make that picture bigger at least? <laughs> What's wrong with you? There's something to look at back here. You honestly This, don't. by the way. Oh, man. Stop. Don't. I, so You're going to read I'm, personal information from that. Don't worry about that. Jesse Gibson. No. <laughs> today's date. Jesse Rhodes Gibson. 9-1-2022. Time, 1040. Central Standard Time. Can on I, the way to the office. Caucasian male. Can I please have my height, paperback? Height, 6'4". Does not have the weight. Take a breath. <laughs> Age 35, license, registration number. I'll hold that for myself. Thank you. Four-door hatchback. Yeah. yeah in your <laughs> dreams. Ticket. Um, where does it say the actual? Oh, here it is. This is where my wife finds <laughs> out I got a ticket. Let me tell you, I'm so happy. No, she shouldn't listen to the show. She will not find out. <laughs> That's fair. Use of handheld device prohibited while driving. This. Observed driver with handheld device. This is By the poop. way. It's Jesse, the biggest pile of poop I've ever seen. He has never gone it, anywhere in a car without being on his phone. First off, that's not true. It's absolutely true. That is not true. It. I have been doing a lot better. It was a scam. It was one of those where there's a lot of traffic and they were doing construction. So you had to wait in line. So everyone's sitting there for extra time. I just pull out my phone to look at it for a few minutes. And as soon as I get through the traffic, yeah, I still had my phone in my hand for two extra seconds. And the cop pulls right Not up behind me. Not a lot of me. things make me as happy as that. Because Jesse knows how annoying he is with his phone in the car. I, I know saw that. I could not stop smiling. How happy it would make That's you. That's why I'm happy I am today. Um, we've got a real that busy show. That was the big show. picture. Give us the rundown. Other than that, let's go ahead and hit with the rundown. We've got a big buy, sell, hold for your NFL dreams coming up. Uh, mainly, we're going to focus on the playoffs. So look forward to that. Investor, collector, Maybe. conversation. If there's time, we want to touch on it. Um, we've got a little 
uh, I there's straight facts homie on here, but I actually do have something I wanted to talk about that I think people will find interesting. Release week. Uh, we're gonna mention a couple giveaway things in your mailbag. With all that, big um, picture. Turn that down. That's loud. What that was loud. I on hate this it anyways. Side. Um, no mention of Lou from Card Talk Pod joining, huh? Oh, oh, I forgot Lou was joining us. Why isn't it in here? Why isn't it in the show? You know the I only read show horrible. notes. All right, so we're doing NFL buy, sell, hold based on last season's playoff teams. Um, That's what we're going to focus on today. Yes, absolutely. I, we've got, we actually did research together, collaborative research. Take it away. It's a rare thing. Uh, so let's just start with Tennessee Titans. AFC. I Titans. mean, obviously the best team. Derrick Henry is the one that we decided we wanted to talk about. Buy, sell, hold. Derrick Henry. I, we do have some pricing on some of these. Um, I, did I, pull, I did pull Derek him Henry specifically. Pricing. So Derek Henry, now you can see it. All right. Um, right now, 2016, I pulled up his prison PSA nine last sale was 61 bucks. It is like most things at a year low. And as far as pricing goes, I'm a buy on Henry. Then I think he's going to come out gangbusters. Here's the question. If everyone on this list has some hype, and they are at a year low. Is everything going to go up from here, do you think? No. No. Okay. Derrick right. Henry's a buy, though. Okay. He's coming off an injury, too, so that's why. Um, Derrick Henry, that was the only Titan that we wanted to Malik discuss, Willis. right? Oh, yeah. Malik Willis. Yep. Um, so there goes we the haven't appearance. even seen it. There goes the appearance. You're just throwing these names at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard, no, because we we didn't say this wasn't. Uh, we said we collaborated. We He knows. You said that. Malik right. Willis. Sell. I don't think he's going to play it all this year. Uh, Tannehill is better than people give him credit for. Led him to the playoffs two years in a row. Okay. Top 10 quarterback statistically. He's done well in the preseason. That's what I mean. And he he plays well. I don't think you're winning a championship with him, but I don't think Malik Willis can throw a ball either. So but when, there's when enough we, hype, though. I would sell Malik right now. When we say sell, though, does he have, like, what does he even have Very out right He has now? his XRCs from Select. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he'll have some college stuff coming up. I'm selling him immediately. Anything I pull of his, I'm selling. If you like him long-term, just buy him months after release. Okay. Uh, Kansas City. That's the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry. I just assumed you were reading this list. Mahomes. Mahomes is at just about an all-time post-COVID low. Yeah. 2017 Donruss. Uh, PSA 9 is doing 200 bucks. Yeah. His prisms are way down. His silvers. I mean, he's low right now. I'm a believer, despite the fact they lost Tyreek Hill. I think they're still going to get it done. I like McCole Hardman. I like Travis Kelsey, obviously. I think they're going to have a great... Uh, yeah, I think they have a very good season. I think he'll have a good season, despite being in a very tough division. I'm a buy on him. I'm a buy in a long-term hold at these prices of his. Okay. Uh, Clyde Edwards? C-E-H. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Rookie in 2020. I mean, his RPAs right now, really nice RPAs. 50 to 100 bucks. I like Edwards and Gore is out. That kid, uh, Derek Gore just got, I think he got injured and then got waived. So, I mean, Clyde's going to be the back in the backfield. I think he's going to have a pretty big season for them statistically. Okay. And he's cheap. I, I think he's a decent buy at that. Um. All right. Let's go over to the Bills. Josh Allen. Josh Allen to me is a hold. A hold? He, he is expensive. Do you notice? Right? I don't know if you're looking at pricing. He's one of the few who actually is He's not necessarily at an all-time high for the year, but he's definitely above his low for the year. Um, yeah. Actually, this is... Oh, I forgot. I just changed it. This is two years. So for two years, he's actually... That'd be hard to say bye. Just yeah, he's a hold to where me. Where he is. I think he's going to have a great season, but he's had so much hype. 
I mean, if you ask 10 football fans right now who's your number one quarterback you're taking to lead your team this next season, mm-hmm. I would say the majority say say Josh Allen. You think so? Yeah, he's that. I mean, he's got that kind of pull. He's playing great. I, to me, you got to hold him, see what he does. Okay. Uh, let's see. Next, we've got, oh, uh, Cincinnati, Burrow, and Chase. Let's go with Burrow first. Yeah, with Burrow. I, I, hold or sell. I'm not buying him at these all-time prices because— I'm curious to see this. Is is there a sophomore slump? I know it's his third year. He didn't play a ton in the first season, uh, his rookie year because of the injury. Mm-hmm. How does he follow up a Super Bowl appearance last year? I just don't know. And historically, Super Bowl losers don't make the playoffs the vast majority of the time the next season. So, yeah, you know. I'm, okay. I, but he's good. Does, this is not an on-field indictment of him. I just price-wise, I don't love Burrow. Chase, I think you hold. I, I think Chase is going to be electric again this season. They're going to put a big, I mean, he's going to put up huge stats, I think. And I'm also banking on the fact with Chase, even though he's expensive for a receiver, I'm also like, hey, at some point in 2023, mm-hmm. maybe we start to see that trend of other positions, or even the, the latter half of this year, hey, other positions, not just quarterbacks, uh, start to pick up some hobby love. I do have a theory on that because I know that, um, oh yeah, it's Ooh. Jesse theory time. Um, what does your the- shirt say? Obviously, the police officer did not read my shirt. Oh, take it easy. Okay. Take it easy, Fold bro. It up. I couldn't, take it easy. All um, right. Take it sleazy, if you will, if you're Why? ready to get. Anyway, <laughs> I have nothing else to add to that. Mm, um, I bet you do. Uh, nope. Uh, so I did have a theory that had to do with the fact that we are all talking about the 2022 NFL drafts not being great as far as quarterback prospects go. Mm-hmm. The... I know John, happy John, if you will, uh, we were talking, we mentioned this to him. He had a theory that this would be a great year where you're going to see a lot of guys going after year two and three picks, basically just going more PC um, because they're not going to have the rookie QBs that they want. I honestly, I do think that there's also going to be a big, I, if you are into a non QB player, if you're into, I don't know how much defense is going to come into this, but if what you're into it, a defensive player, player. Better. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sorry. It's okay. I just want to make so everyone knows. Offensive player, though. I think if you are into any offensive player, I think this is going to be the year to go ahead and start stocking up because I think, in general, it's one of those like where rising tide raises all ships. I think that just because the rookies are these offensive players, it's going to raise the market for other offensive players. Could be bunch of first round receivers taken this year. Probably the most exciting position in the draft that just happened. So if that's the case, then cool. Maybe we'll see spillover of past year receivers. I can get on board with that. Okay. Um, all right. Next is Oakland Raiders Carr. Do you know his first name? Derek. Nice. You you impressed? I didn't even I have, have to look that up. You know, I'm actually a Derek Carr hold slash buy. I really? think they're gonna I think they're gonna have a good season. He had a good season last year. They they made the playoffs last year. Oh, yeah. They were a play away from beating the Bengals in the first round in that play-in game. Andrew just gave him a top five receiver in the game in Devontae Adams. I think Derek Carr is going to have a pretty good season. He's not crazy high. Do we have Derek Carr? Oh, you yeah. have Yeah, what, what's the... So, look at Derek that Carr is 2014 tops chrome. Him and Jimmy G, baby. This is where it gets me. Is like all of these players that have later, like they've been in the, the game for eight plus years or something, they just don't seem to get as much hobby love, even if they do play well. And I think of because he's also been. But again, two examples of guys who were who came out and were not good, so lost. Tannehill was awful. 
for the first five years of his career. Oh, in his career, yeah. Then he started. So for you to really build momentum after such a slow start, you've got to really perform. Yeah. Neither one of them. I mean, they've both had good careers, Mm -hmm. but neither one of them have been top 10, top five quarterbacks or made huge playoff noise. Okay. So if you're going to start slow, you've got to really turn it on performance-wise, and they just haven't got to that level yet. So in this case, he's $68, which is not, I mean, for the last two years. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's right in the middle of his pricing for the last year. Yeah, years. like I take a shot on that card. It's cheap. Yeah, okay. And you can get a PSA 9 for like 20 bucks. I'd take a shot on those cards. Again, people talk to about, hey, what about some recommendations for more affordable stuff? Yeah. I think you could look at Carr. And Devante, the same thing. Devante's a 2014 rookie. Generally cheap. I have no problem buying Devante stuff. And I think Devante's a stud. Again, I don't know that that team's going to make a ton of noise. The division got difficult. Mm-hmm. Devante is at about a two-year low. Yeah, a PSA 10 of his, by the way, is $50. I'm in on that card. Okay. It's cheap. He's going to be a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. And again, if we're going to go off your theory of, hey, maybe this, and I kind yeah. of agree with that, maybe receivers get a little more love this year, and especially guys from past years. He's with a new team. Maybe mm-hmm. there's some excitement there. I like Devontae. Yep. Okay. Um, let's go to New England. Mac Jones. Yeah, I same mean. take as last week. I think he's higher now than he's going to be at any point in the next calendar year. Okay. I'm selling Mac. Um, I think he's going to play well. I think they're going to win eight to 10 games, but I'm still, he's too expensive for his level. And there's just no weapons. He's got a couple decent tight ends. You know, Jacoby Myers is a cute receiver. Like there's, there's no real weapons there in my opinion. So I'm not a big fan. I, I like him. I, I like the fact that he's on my team, mm. but hobby wise, I'm selling Mac. Uh, let's go to Steelers, Chase Claypool. Yeah. So Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson might miss the beginning of the year. Who's their number one guy. I think, I mean, I, I actually think Chase has shown some signs that he could play well in his rookie season. He was a 2020 rookie. Um, I don't mind Chase Claypool. I think he's going to have a decent year, especially early. I think it's a pretty good team. Wait, cool. It's under 50. Is that what you put on here? The, so you get a bunch of patch autos you can get for 50 bucks or less. Honestly, like any of these quarterbacks that are relatively younger. He's a wide receiver. Oh, I'm sorry. Wide okay. receiver. Uh, yeah. Yep. Any of these wide receivers that are rel- relatively younger and they go for 50 or less. Like, I feel like that's not, if there's any kind of hype around him, I feel like that's not a bad investment. Yeah. I just think, again, that team's going to win some. Pittsburgh historically is a pretty good team. They've got yeah. a good coaching staff, decent defense. They've got weapons offensively. They've got enough quarterback options. One of them, I think, is going to play well. And I think Chase Claypool can put up some numbers. So, yeah, I think relatively cheap in general, his stuff. I, I don't think he's a bad guy to take a flyer on. There's no reason to sell him either. He's already so cheap. So Okay. Uh, let's go over to the NFC. Uh, Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, again, no specific card because we've talked about Rodgers a number of times. He's pretty historically, again, when I say historically, at this point, post-COVID, mm-hmm. he's historically pretty low. And that's a quarterback who's going to have an MVP season type season every year, big numbers. I don't think there's any reason to avoid If you like him and if you have, again, some longer term money, I'm in on Aaron Rodgers. I did pull up some Aaron Rodgers just because he oh, is also okay. closer. He He's not quite at his uh, two-year low, but he's pretty close. pretty close. So if you've, if you're looking for a patient buy or if you, mm-hmm. if you're looking for a PC buy, 2005 Rodgers rookie stuff, same with Brady. This is the exact same play. If you want to hold it long term, mm-hmm. I'd say buy it today because I don't think it's going to get lower. And if you're looking for something that you could even flip in six months in season, I think it's a great time to buy him as well. Aaron, this is the 2005 Tops Aaron Rodgers PSA 9 specifically. We're looking at $143. I honestly, yeah, I, I kind of was thinking the same thing as far as like I want to. Even the 10's under 600. Yeah. 550. 
Because, I mean, like, when he retires, and he's going to retire before too long. That's like a couple of years, I That's a bump, right? Sure. And first ballot Hall of Famer, all-time great, you know, top 10 for most guys. Yeah. Okay. And, and potential. The only warning with him is, I, as much as I think he's going to have a great season, mm -hmm. they also lost their best offensive weapon, and they didn't win a playoff game last year. So, at least I don't think they, I thought they played at San Francisco. Oh, no. They played at home against San Francisco. They went in as a number one seed. They lost to San Francisco. Same thing. They scored a touchdown on the opening drive, and he did what he does in the playoffs. He underperforms. So. Okay. Um, all right. Then let's go. Oh, there was also Lazard on that list. Alan Lazard. Now, this is a weird one. He's a 20. You pulled up his card, right? Don't we have a sales history? Or no? Well, you put it on here, I think. 2018 silver. That's right. Raw. 2018 rookie. Lazard it looks like he's going to be the number one guy for them this year. Again, wide receiver. You're talking four years removed from his rookie season. But I do think because of how cheap he is, uh, I think his 2018 stuff is worth a look. Numbered stuff, patch autos, pretty cheap. He, I, raw Prism Silver is 30 to 40 bucks. I, I don't see a lot of downside. I mean, Aaron's going to have a big, statistically, a huge season like he always does. Mm -hmm. If this is going to be his number one guy, which I think it's going to be, like, how does that not help? So okay. yeah, I think he's a relatively cheap and a relatively safe buy. Uh, Buccaneers, Julio Jones. This one I struggle with. Julio is a first ballot Hall of Famer, a top 10 receiver all time, probably. But he is a receiver in his 30s. Hmm. There's a reason he's on a, you know, he's on these one-year deals and getting picked up by multiple teams. This is third team in three years. Injury history. And just historically, receivers over 30 don't perform. I don't know. He's the number two guy there, and probably number three. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I just don't think there's any pressure on Julio. And I think this is one of those examples where I would buy him right now, his 2011 rookie stuff, with the intent on selling in the first month of the season. I think if you're looking at, hey, when's he going to be healthy? Mm -hmm. At the beginning of the year. Maybe he breaks down after that. But I think he'll have some highlight-type catches. He's looked good, they say, in training camp. I think he's worth a buy. And the other thing, safety net with him. Again, first-round Hall of Famer. He's already an, an all-time great. You're not going to get crushed. You can buy most of his rookie patch autos in the 150 to 250 range, even for like nice multicolor patch autos. Okay. So I don't hate it. I, I would not, though, if my mindset is buy with the assurance of a quick flip. I think it's a risk there. I think he has a first good month and his prices go up quickly. But my Do you sell right then. If, I was, if, you, if you're getting into flip, you sell it early. If yeah. you're getting in it just to get in it, perfect. Hold it and and just it's a nice card to have. Like again, one of the best receivers I've ever seen. Hold um, the guy. He's a Hall of Famer. He retires. Great. Dallas Cowboys. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. So Trayvon Diggs, eleven interceptions last year, but a defensive guy, a cornerback. How often are those years repeated? I'm selling him today. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. My just defensive players Not don't get a lot of again. love. Yeah. I can't imagine he has anywhere near the year he has last year. I would I would sell him immediately. Uh, CD Lamb also. So give me some CD info. He's a um, 2020 rookie, super talented. Where's he at, like price wise though? So his Prism PSA 10 is doing roughly fifty dollars, and that is again about a two year low. Um, he, I mean, but he's if, been there for about a year, it looks, or for at least the last six months. If we, if you're a believer that these offensive positions go up, I mean, worth a shot then. In that case. So he, to me, he's a hold or a buy. No reason to sell him right now. Again, crazy playmaker. He's going to have some huge games with Dak. Uh, we saw that last year. For 50 bucks, I mean, you're talking a sixth of the price of Herbert and a fifth of the price of Burrow. I think there's probably some room there. And again, let's go off the theory that receivers see some more interest from the hobby. Yeah. Cool. Worth a shot.
Uh, okay, let's go to Dal- I'm sorry, Ram Stafford. Yeah, Stafford and Cooper Cup. I'm kind of in the same with both these guys. I think they're both going to have very good seasons. With- hyped at this point, or no? Because Stafford came crashing down so hard after the Super Bowl. I think I would buy both of these guys, but with the intent to either hold it long term because it's PC, mm-hmm. or hold it at least until the end of the season because I think they're going to be a Super Bowl favorite come January, February. So both of ho- them, both Cup and Stafford. Okay. Yeah, so I'm a holder or a buy. Um, Elijah Mitchell for the 49ers. Kind of a forgotten kid for the... the so we met this kid in yep. LA, by the way. Mm-hmm. He was a rookie. Well, look up when he was a rookie. Was it last year or two years ago? I thought he was, was a rookie. last year, but... I did, give me his stats, too, by the way. I think he had just about 1,000 yards, if I remember correctly. That's a good team. I mean, either Trey Lance or Jimmy's quarterback. They were that good last year. Almost made the Super Bowl last year with no quarter. I mean, the quarterback play was garbage. Yeah, 2021 was his rookie year. I mean, he had 963 yards. Pretty impressive rookie season. Five touchdowns. I do. I actually think, and the other thing here that factors in, I think Debo Samuel, because of the offseason and some of his complaints, I think he's going to be used less as a running back. Mm-hmm. That was one of his big demands. So if that's the case, then do we see Elijah have the ball more on a team that's going to be very competitive? Crazy cheap, too. You can get, st- like, I'm looking at, pull up his stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, patch autos of this guy. His NT patch auto, true NTRP is a couple hundred dollars. So so maybe that's too expensive for yeah. you. You can get other stuff in the $40 and $50 range. I, I'm, a, I'm a buy on Elijah Mitchell. Okay. Um, let's go to the Cardinals. Let's. Kyler, you want to start with him? My answer depends on where he's at. So, yeah, what do you have? Kyler Murray is at uh, about a, yeah, he, not only is this is more than, oh, no, this is like a two and a half year. So he's about a two and a half year low. He came in when he's his this card is the 2019 Prism PSA 10. It was first selling for 72 bucks, 127 up, and just kept going up from there. It is currently valued at $108. Almost the lowest it's been even since the first sale. So I'm in on that card then. Okay. Yeah. I don't love Kyler. Another guy that we've seen have some hot starts to seasons. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's cheap enough too for me because I'm sure PSA nines are probably fifteen to twenty five dollars somewhere in that range. Okay, I think he's probably worth a buy with the intent to flip short term. So if you look back at this time last year, right before the season started, he he had dropped pretty significantly. I mean, especially when you consider he had some sales over a thousand dollars, but he had dropped all the way down to what about three fifty, right? But then as soon as the season started, he was. Up in the four fifties, yeah, he played well. They started off on, but then he dropped from there. So they went to a little point. undefeated run last year at the beginning. I could be wrong, but they had a hot start for sure. Yeah. So yeah, in that case, I like it. Okay, yeah, with it being as low as it is, it's kind of hard to imagine it go goes much lower. Um, all right, then we talked about Kyler Rondell Moore, Hopkins, Rondell Moore, another one cheap, exciting wide receiver. Give me DeAndre Hopkins suspension status, if you would. I know he's suspended. I don't understand. I don't know what for. I hadn't paid attention much. Um, but he's going to miss the start of the season. Rondell Moore steps up. Very exciting player. He had some like highlight real touchdowns last year. And Rondell Moore is dirt cheap. He's a Rondell's a 2021 rookie, I believe. Um, or 2020. He might be 2020. I don't, I don't have that. I do have his suspension. You have the suspension? So six game suspension for violating the league's PED policy. So he violates the league's PED policy in the NFL, and he gets suspended for six games. Mm-hmm. And Tatis violates it and gets suspended for 80 games. Mm-hmm. About the same, though. 
six as out far of, as the amount six of time. Out of 17s a third of the season, 80 yeah. out of 160 is a half, a little more. But that's what I mean, not terribly different yeah. in terms of percentage of season missed. I see. Okay. Yeah, Rondale was a rookie sense. last year. I do. I think he's just going to be an exciting player to watch. I think Kyler's going to have a hot start, like we just said, and no DeAndre Hopkins there to start. Rondale, I think, gets some attention. He's cheap. I think Rondale's a buy. Okay. Um, Same thing, caveat. I would probably move him early, though. Move I think him the early. team's going to start off better than they're going to end. Let's see. Did uh, did we talk Hopkins? I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm Hopkins, sorry. Hopkins, you hold. He's okay. an all-time great. His pricing is low right now. He's a hold or even a buy, just because first-round Hall of Famer, one of the best receivers in the game, he'll be back at some point. If you're looking for a, a patient hold or a buy to hold, perfect. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins. Same as Julio Jones, honestly. Oh, okay. Um, Philly, last team, Jalen. You know me. So Jalen, yep. I'm a hold at. I'm not buying him anymore. Oh, he, you're done buying. His pricing is way up. If you got in to make your 20% and you've had him a few months, you can sell him right now and do okay. I think they're going to have a good open to the season. They have a weak schedule. I'm going to hold mine a little bit more. Okay. But it's tough for me to justify buying him now. But the guy I actually want to talk about there is Devontae Smith. They got A.J. Brown, who I think is the best receiver on the team by a mile. A.J.'s a stud. I think it takes a ton of pressure off Devontae Smith, who was last year's rookie, had a good season. Again, electrifying speed, that Tyreek Hill-type deep threat. And, I mean, you talk about another guy. Super cheap stuff. Um, it's like his Panini won quad patch auto. Now, this one's graded at 9 5 10. Just sold it yesterday for 150 bucks. Uh, dual patch auto out of Obsidian number to $75, $66. Here's a four-color patch auto that sold for $100. Uh, three color patch auto out of limited number to 49 sold for 75 bucks all this week. You can get, and you can get his college uniform autos for 30 to 50. I would take a flyer on the kid. I think yeah. he's going to be exciting. I like Jalen. I like this kid the first month of the season, especially. And I actually think that team's going to have a pretty good year overall. Say the silliest thing you can think of. You're a good driver. <laughs> there you go. First off, that was that was silly. It, there was, that segment was so good as far as information goes. I felt like there wasn't enough silly moments, and I just felt like I needed it. So I think that's thank fair. you. Um, all right, so that's a lot of buy sell hold for you, but hopefully some decent information to start your investing slash collecting experience into the 2022 NFL season. With that being said, investing versus collecting. You want to talk a little bit about it now, or do you want to push on to something else? You want to do release week? I'm going to take a bathroom. You want to talk for a minute? Uh, you know what? While you do that, I'm going, to, I'm going to talk for a second. All right. Michael is using the loo, if you will, for all of our UK listeners. Uh, there is one thing I was going to talk about that I think Mike doesn't need to be here for. The Mickey Mantle sale. Thank you for some of you who thought that I could have been correct in the fact that it does affect the hobby. But... It, it, nonetheless, it remains to be seen. We'll see how the hobby reacts over the next few weeks. But the one thing you cannot deny is that other Mickey Mantle sales have been directly affected. Uh, Slab Stocks put up a post that I, I thought was pretty interesting. The PSA, uh, they put a PSA 3 versus an SGC 3 Mantle. The PSA 3 sold back January 9th of this year for 66000 Back on August 18th, it also sold for $66,000. Not, not really a lot of change. However, it is interesting to note November, I'm sorry, January 27th, so just about the same time frame, the SGC3 sold for $60,000. And the same day as the PSA3, uh, 
the PSA 3, the SGC 3 on August 18th sold for 78,000. Very interesting to see how the grade in this case the grader of SGC did make a big difference in that mantle pricing. Um, Mike is now back. He's now joining us. That is your piece of information if you're interested in uh, we we talk about SGC plenty, but that definitely does affect this card, especially because they they've been known to do very well in vintage anyway. So I'm sure that also helps. But it is interesting to see that PSA pricing has not changed, where SGC has definitely gone up. Michael, everything come out okay? Steady. Did you ever get asked that as a kid, like as a joke? Yep. Everything come out okay? What'd you say? What was your go-to answer? Steady. Did my granny would say, "Did you go shoey?" That's that's my. That's what my granny says. She's still alive? She is. Did you have a mean thing to say about my granny? Not now. Why would you even think to? Oh, I've met her. Yeah, you have. In Texas. She's a very sweet lady, and she thought she liked you up until now. I would say she's a nice lady. She's sweet? She was very nice. She was tough. She's Texas tough. Texas tough? Yeah, that doesn't come across that's... as sweet to me. Very nice, though. She, well, to her grandkids, she's very sweet. Like a kind Texas Walker Ranger <laughs> wife. Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris doesn't get enough talk on here. Granny, if you're listening, that's all compliments because we love you so much. All right. Um, let's go to release week, you think, before yes. Lou gets here. Again, apologies to Lou for skipping him out on that rundown this uh, morning. Totally my bad. But Why are you apologizing? He's fine. He's Well, yeah, it's a respect. Never been invited on their show. I wouldn't apologize on him for anything. Well, ooh, that's true. Should we, should we just cancel this? Fine with me. I don't care. What are you talking about with him anyways? Do you have like a Release game plan? Uh, I thought we could just talk about um, their how things are going with the hobby in general from their viewpoint. And they also have Ryan on their team. I'm curious, like Gary V's input on their show, uh, some additional items. I thought it could just be a good general conversation. Okay. Um, re- 20, 21, 22, Donruss Optic Basketball. Big release. Do you have pricing for this? I could get that for sure. What have you been doing? I, I went know, to the loop. running the show. <laughs> I mean, I'm just—it's on. It's in yellow. That's. Uh yes. Releases Friday. I have Bryce tomorrow. On that the box costs eight fifty, seven hundred dollars. Okay. I've noticed you've been a little high on these lately. Maybe that's a good thing Actually, for pricing. That. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad to see that. I would imagine this does pretty well. Optic basketball, and it's that much cheaper than Prism. That's not a bad thing. And Optic does really well, especially early on. Same thing. I say this every time with Optic and with Prism and with Select, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The medium tier hits and lower. Send to SGC that day. Grade them and be the first to sell. You will do really, really well. The monster hits, send to PSA that day. And it costs you a ton of money and get marked up. But like this is, again, another one of those plays. If you can take emotion out of it and the fanboyism out of grading, you go SGC, PSA with both of those things immediately. You can do really well in the quick flips. Um, By the and, way, the return time with SGC right now is like five days. So, yeah. Oh, you can yeah, rid- kill it with that. Ridiculous. Uh, let's see. There's also Penny Select H2. Yeah, Select Football. So, just a different variation. But Select Football is still— What is the very? Do you know the difference? It's just it's less card. You get diff- different cards in a different skew of the same product. Okay. So, Select Hobby is still like 1600 This is like 600 right? Uh, This is 600 yes. Yeah, so obviously not nearly the value of Hobby, but you can get into it for a third of the price just about. Not By bad. the way, uh, at least according to blowouts pricing, that has come down for a select box. It went down from sixteen hundred or uh, sixteen ninety nine to fifteen ninety nine. 
hundred bucks off. Okay. Yeah. And Prism has stayed the same. Just 18? just anybody's keeping track. Yeah, eighteen hundred. I still have four Prism boxes. Do you really? What do you hold? Are you holding as an investment, or are you gonna break it I some point? Forgot about them. <laughs> I actually found them today. Just just nice to have, like almost eight grand sitting around, forgotten you. about. Whatever. Do you ever um, consider just ripping it uh, for fun? No. Really? It's too much money. I, I, it's been, I've been trained for so many years now. You just, you get your wax and you sell it. Like, I, if I want to rip wax, I'll go buy personal boxes from other people. Or I'll rip cheap stuff. I don't. Yeah. The numbers never add up in my head where I'm like, oh, yeah, I could justify this. Because I know what I paid and what I can just sell it for guaranteed. Yeah. Tough to take a shot. You don't get high on your own supply. No. Like, even the other day, we ripped a really nice box of Select. It had a, uh, what was it, like a blue checker, Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. We ripped this at Nash Cards the other day. Worth like three or four hundred bucks. It had a select, well, obviously select Zach Wilson single color, which killed it. Yep. Patch auto though. Mm-hmm. It does like two to three hundred. Had a couple of the decent cards. Even with a really nice box, we came up on a on a best case scenario five hundred dollars short of return on that. Well, and the thing is too, not only can you pick a, you can pull good cards, but then you also have to check like there's dimpling on a number of those that were good. Trevor so. had a weak corner. Will not gem. That's. Hey, have you heard of this new show? Mike might know this. Mike, we may need you for this. By the way, do you know Mike cuts his audio a lot of times when we ask him questions? He cuts his own audio out? Yeah, yeah. Like the other day, Mike, I asked, that is not allowed. The other day, I asked him that thing about Jason at the beginning of the show. Yeah. He's like, very tired. That, that did not make the show. It didn't make the show? No, I am not thrilled about Shit. that. Ooh, Mike, Mike, anything to say for yourself that you're going to cut later? <laughs> Almost always cut it out, yeah. I know. I hate that. What is the deal with that? Can we leave is this Is that a personal in? preference? Yeah, if it, if it doesn't add to the show, I don't know, just accent. But it has to, to the show. It had so much to the show. I'll leave oh, this man. in. I'll leave this in. Mike, yes. have, have you heard the new Simmons thing? I don't know if this is new or if they're bringing it back. The hot takes thing that the ringer is now doing? Yes, coming back very soon. Actually, it's already so out. We need to be on that. The hot takes it's, just like in general have a hot hobby take news? That you're going to defend to the death. Not hobby news. Bill's doing it. So just hot sports take. That you're gonna, or nothing but have to be sports. Sport. Oh, okay. That you're going to defend to the death. Oh, I got a lot of this those. This will be the real test if we're getting signed again. <laughs> Bill's not responding <laughs> to texts. on it? We'll see if Bill's getting us into that show at some point. Oh, I'd be very curious. We don't get signed I want first. you on that show, actually. You've never been on Bill with anything. I'd like Bill to reach out to you and Olive Branch to Jesse Gibson. You know what? I feel like Bill's really missing out on some real fun relationship we could have. I feel like we could be best friends. Right, Bill? Wow. I'm sorry Stalker about last episode. <laughs> hey, Bill, I'll be at your window looking in on you from time to time. Bill and I are best friends, okay? Hey, by the way, what's the deal with Griffey Auto? There's a Griffey Auto There's another on one of those tonight? Yeah, on Pristine Auction ends tonight. Okay. 1989 Griffey Upper Deck. It's a BGS Slab 10 Auto Authentic on the card. Ooh. I have that as a PSA 8510, which I like. I do like that card in a BGS holder. I don't love. I don't give props to BGS a ton. That card looks pretty nice. It ends this evening. I think it's only a few hundred bucks right now. Um. Yeah, I, I'm also seeing this. There's a Tom Brady, but it ends. It ends a week from now. It just got listed. It, from the time I pulled this up, like a few minutes before we started recording, to now, it has gone up eight bids. It's up to eight hundred forty dollars. A Tom Brady two thousand Bowman, uh, PSA ten. Eight hundred forty dollars sounds like a good price. Oh, I doubt it's going to stay there. Oh, but. yeah, it's going to go way up. Okay. Um. All right, and then. I do. I feel like this whole investor collector thing, we right, just have on. to wait. So with Pristine Auctions, too, use, you can use the code nonsense. You get you $10 for free in your account. And then if you're looking to sell, like auction your cards off, they are running the, they're still running that same promotion. You send your cards in, start at a dollar. If it sells over 50, you pay 0% seller fee, which is boom, bam. 
Not yeah, I mean, you're not paying zero percent anywhere else. So. Yeah, exactly. Not yeah, even if it, yeah, I would I would take advantage of that. By the way, tomorrow this is Thursday, August the sorry September the first. Uh, on September the second, we are doing a couple things live on the Cart Shop Live app. Mike and I are just going to be hanging out doing our fantasy league NFL draft. Um, we're going to do that from the office. Just not not a lot going on other than joking around and hopefully not picking the worst team on our league. Uh, and then, Mike, you are going to be doing a big rip with Eddie. We are. Uh, did you want to talk about it? I do. What's it called? Do you remember the name of it? I, uh, it's uh, Paris St. Germain oh, case. P- PSG. Top Scrum PSG yeah. soccer case. It's like a $25,000 case. Me and Eddie are going to split it with a couple other guys. We're just going to rip it for ourselves and sell the hits. So we're going to consign everything to SGC right off the bat. And actually, I think we're going to go with Pristine uh, to auction a bunch of the cards off. Nice. Okay, cool. And it looks like the Mbappe gets his first auto and it's on card. I mean, if we pull a nice Mbappe, you're talking five figures. If we pull a really nice one, six. And you're guaranteed him, Neymar, and Messi. So the three, uh, five of us split that box for 25 grand, roughly. 22 grand, whatever it is. Yeah, so we're going to break it live here, sell it. I think it's going to be massive. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mr. Lou Janu. Oh man, I love that name. It just rolls off the tongue. Mr. Lou Janu from... Card Talk Pod. Yes, Welcome sir. to the show. How are you? I'm Good well. Name. We just brought oh, you here so you can say your name. That's it. You, you, looked at me, you looked at me for a half second like I said the name wrong. I was like, uh-oh, did I mess it up? But no. I got it right. I'm, I'm used to it. it. It's, one of the, it's one of the weirdest last names that I've come across in my lifetime. So I'm used to people saying it wrong. It's okay. Um, Lou, you're going to notice that you're going to look at the back of our head a lot. I'm going to try and look at you in the camera, but That's all right. our office has an interesting setup currently. Um, thank you for joining us on what some would say is the best sports card podcast out there. Some would say maybe second. I don't know. It depends on is that why you brought him here. I just wanted, this is all the shows about is rubbing it in that we're so great. No, <laughs> I thought, you know what I found Lou, and maybe you've probably noticed this too is that when people are naming off their favorite sport card podcasts, we often come up together a lot of times. That's right. Um, I would like to know a little bit about how things go in your world as far as how much influence does Gary V have on the Card Talk Pod uh, podcast? Zero. Zero influence at all. Yeah. Does he ever come on the show with you guys? He's come on one time with us. Um, we rarely, cool. I, actually, last night was the first time I've talked to Gary about the show in probably like six months. We talked about a random uh, play of the week submission that we had that mm-hmm. was actually in reference to someone got a V Friends box with those G.I. Joe cards. Um, and oh, they submitted whoa. the card. They submitted uh, Cobra Commander and it was a pop three PSA 10 and they made like 150 bucks on it or something like that. And they had some money for the Burbank <laughs> show. So it was like a funny little cool. story. But yeah, Gary really isn't that involved in car talk at all. It's really? pretty much okay. me, Tyler and Ryan. Yeah. How did you guys come together? Because Ryan's in Ohio. You and yep. Tyler are in New York, right? Yes. So obviously myself and Tyler work together. We work for VaynerX with Gary. Um, mm. And then heading into COVID off of that national before COVID we were walking around like, Hey, there's something here. Like we want to do something. I wanted to do something in cards anyway. And so did Tyler. Um, and then once COVID happened, we were bored at home. We we're like, let's just 
do a podcast. Like, you know, why not? Um, and the first person we thought of was Ryan. We had gotten friendly with Ryan, uh, in the past, in the prior year before that I hit him up before the national that year asking him like, Hey, I saw your vlogs. Like I was pretty much just a fan of Ryan Johnson. And I was trying to, uh, talk with him a little bit. And when we came up with the idea to do the show, he was the first person we thought of. And he said yes to us. So from there, we just jumped on did some test shows and thank God those are gone forever because those were awful. And, uh, (laughs) where we go, you know, very cool. Um, so just curious, what is like the take from the card talk pod group? What do you guys think about the hobby right now? Weirdly, we tend to align. We used to be pretty separate, but we're pretty aligned right now. I think there's always going to be times where things go up and down in this, in this market. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of global factors in the world that are outside of the control of people who hold sports cards that are leading to a lot of these price jumps and dips, I think. And there's also been a, a y- two years of, would you guys say about two years? There's an absolute gold rush of everything you did made money. And eventually that, that party has to stop and the lights come mm-hmm. on, you know? So there's always gonna, there will definitely be a little bit of a reset for sure. Um, but I still feel strong. I've, I'm actually more surprised by how positive the sentiment has been in general I thought when prices started to go down, people would get really negative and be super nasty and whatever. But yeah. people have really, you know, the real collectors, the people who are in it for the long haul have really made their voices known and uh, focus on the collecting aspect. It made me become more of a collector than I was before. Like I leaned into my jet stuff. I'm leaning into my Astro stuff a little bit more. Um, and I'm still just having fun with it. Really, our perspective is like, it's still just as fun as it was six months ago. So no change on our end. That's cool. I like that. Because we yeah. were kind of talking about that earlier as far as like, how much people are enjoying the the hobby based on investor versus collector. But I am curious, this is like a more personal note. Who's your favorite and least favorite co-host on your podcast? <laughs> this is a, this is easy, actually. Oh, um, really? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. My favorite person on the show is Ryan. Because wow. the reason I love Ryan so much is... Just throwing Tyler under the bus. He's, okay. No, but you're going to like the reason why. The reason why he's my favorite is because he's the easiest to get riled up. Like I can, me and Tyler can get him going. Like the pick and roll with Ryan is so easy. (laughs) So that's my favorite thing. Um, Okay, fair. And then Tyler, I love Tyler too, of course, but Tyler has his little soccer thing he does and his tennis thing that I can't really get behind. So we we bash heads a little bit on that. Yeah, absolutely. Tyler came up to me at the National. He put his, he's about a, 18 inches taller than me. He's a tall guy. <laughs> he, he put it, he reached down, put his hand on my shoulder and he just ran, but hey, I know you're busy. She want to say how much I enjoy what you do. And I was just like, oh, thanks, bud. Hey. I was like, yep. Good to see you. Yeah, I was like, get your hand off my shoulder. Right now. Uh, I sat next to Ryan on that panel. Ryan cussed off air a little bit. I was <gasps> shocked to Ryan hear. Ryan is a cusser? Oh yeah, is we, had, we got a mute Ryan's curses on our show. And I'll tell you what, unbelievable I, head of hair. I don't think he's the only one. Lou, do you do you cuss much on your show? I've toned it down because I've gotten a couple messages from dads who are like, "Hey, I'm listening to the show with my kid. Can you please stop saying the f word?" So I try try to. He can't. He can't hear that. You can't hear the the bleep. Jesse's hitting the bleep noise. I can. I couldn't really hear it now. Yeah, you should have been able to hear that. That's a (laughs) that's a malfunction on our side. That's all right. Um, when you re-listen, you'll laugh. Yes. Big fun. Um, so, okay, the show that you guys have, what's the overall take? What are, what are you guys all about? I think we have, 
different perspectives in a way in that Ryan is really the day-to-day car shop owner. He's in the mix on like daily deals, making mm-hmm. his five to 7% as he says on everything he can, right? He doesn't even track. He told me a story one time that he really doesn't even track inventory. He kind of just gets stuff in and out and that's how he moves, right? Same. Mm-hmm. Um, I am more of a, I'm in the middle where I do like, I have some long-term stuff. I also have done a fair amount of flipping in my day in the last year and a half, two years of just like getting something and getting it out in two weeks. Right. Um, so I do, I keep a little bit more of a longer tail view on things. And then Tyler is definitely the most like the way we would say it is like macro global view of the whole thing, long-term view, like Tyler's thinking about like the future digital collectibles, all of that stuff. So I think he gives us that perspective of the outside card world more than anything. And that's the other part, right? Like Ryan's the most into cards and has been involved for the longest. So he has that really like OG collector mindset where I'm kind of in the middle where I kind of understand where the collectors are coming from. I also try to see things for what they are. And I think card collectors have a way of getting in their own heads about things. Shout out to Kellen Mond. And yeah. um, Tyler is completely outside of that. And he has a completely different perspective than all of us. And it, is, it really helps t- Ryan and myself kind of think about things a little bit differently. Maybe you can get Kellen an internship with Gary. He's looking for work. He got signed. He's, he's on practice squad oh, guy he? now. Oh, he did. Yeah, I, I just the Ian Book got cut too. Did Ian Book get picked up yet? Ian Book got cut. I didn't see if he got picked up though. He might be looking for a job. Thanks for doing your research before you came on the show, Lou. I try to Golly. try to do what I can, you know. You should have known that question was coming. <laughs> um, so, so what do you guys have in the future? Anything fun? Any big events going on? There'll be some stuff. I think we're gonna head out to Ohio this fall. We are going to go to an Ohio State game with Ryan. We're working on kind of like a golf outing type situation. If you guys want to come to Ohio, I don't know where you guys live. Where do you live? I just drove through. I was at Ryan's shop, Nashville. Like, I was at Ryan's shop a month ago. We were oh, driving really? up to Boston. And I was like, dude, the shop is right off the off the highway, whatever highway we were at. So we pulled over and went. That's awesome. He res- the Remember shop, when you said it was my, really bad and you hated it? My wife's, <laughs> like almost word for word quote, this is the cleanest, nicest shop I've ever been in. Wow. Ryan wow. and Reg will love that. I can't Ryan wait for Ryan wasn't to hear that. there. There was a 14-year-old working the counter. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, can I help you find anything, man? And my wife is pretty sarcastic. She's also really good looking. So she was like, <laughs> so he says that to me and then he just moves along. She is. Like, you don't need to talk comment. on that because well, it plays into the story. You don't need to comment. It's your cousin. So. I had I had no comment. She's a, okay. What do you want me to say? Do you pervert. want me to say like she is attractive? Because I wow. know what you're going to say. If I say she's not attractive, I know what you're going to say. We're not in Kentucky, I'm bro. Take it easy. I, Let me tell the story. Lujan is not coming back. Take on a the breath, show. sweetheart. That's a fact. So the kid, very helpful. He's like, "Hey, can I help you find anything?" I was like, "Nope." And then he goes to walk away. She's like, "Yeah, I'm good too." She says it with a real attitude, being That's sarcastic her. though. Yep. And the kid's like, "I." I was like, buddy, don't worry about talking to her anymore. <laughs> then we bought you some Lion King cards. I still have one of my Lion I King cards. I bought a Gale right Sayers rookie there, and I bought a box of Inception. That's awesome. Then um, Ryan was like, oh, I just missed you. I was coming in. Totally. Ryan lie. was in the closet. Total we saw lie. him in the back. We were looking at him. You yeah, he him actually told me he was hiding from you guys. <laughs> Jesse wasn't even there. So I was there in spirit, though. I could tell. It is a nice shop. It. I will say that. I did like the shop. Um, all right. So here's the big question. Yes. Whose podcast is better, ours or yours? Worse. <laughs> yours by far. No. Well, I mean, it's nice that you said that your, as a joke. That's enough but, of that. Um, I am curious, though. When do we collaborate on something? Um, I'm ready. I think. So, yeah. you know what's weird? You guys are different. The two of you, it, it's really easy to bring in like a third voice. I feel mm-hmm. like when we've brought on a fourth voice, it becomes Miserable. just the, Too many voices. the three of us just like, yep. <laughs> like trying to get a point out. And it's difficult, but I think in person would help. So maybe, maybe you guys come up to our, come up to the shop. 
in Hello. late October or mid October. We do a little little combo pod, talk it out a little bit. Maybe you come golfing with us. I don't know if you guys golf. It'll be fun. This is a real. You were not expecting a real invitation. Now you're on the I, hook, bub. Now I actually I would kind of want to do that. Let's get some details together. Maybe we'll talk about it. Okay, that'll be fun. All right, um, Lou. This is like uh, this was actually really fun. I'm glad you're a good sport. You know, I'm just giving you a hard time. Of course, I I love what you guys are doing. I actually really enjoy your TikTok as well. Thank you. Uh, big big shout out there. For shout out to Courtney. Courtney's up. been growing that. Um, is Courtney a guy or a girl? That's Courtney a girl. is a girl. Could be both. I'm just it is, but I mean, just if like someone Jesse. had been watching the TikTok, they would know. It was a girl. I don't watch TikTok. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud to say that. <laughs> Not a TikTok uh, guy. He wouldn't know. Yeah, you're over there well, talking about TikTok be. and your cousin. It's, it's a, a lot weird. of I didn't say... Hey, Lou, thanks for coming on the pod. I know it was like uh, not a big segment, but we just wanted to do a little cross-pollination. And, of course. Uh, I, want, I have one more question, a real question please, to end on. Please, please. Yes. We're going to have this segment on Thursday. We don't have time today. What is your stance on investors in the hobby and collectors in the hobby? How do they coexist or do they? So I'm asking everybody who comes on the show this from now on. Yeah. Life, it's a tough question because <laughs> I think it's um, the collectors, the hardcore collectors tend to get very offended when they are not the priority in the conversation, which is understandable, nope. right? Agreed. Like sports cards was originally a quote unquote hobby. It was for fun collecting. There wasn't really money involved. A unfortunate truth to the world is that capitalism drives the conversation in a lot of this. And in nope. a world where these cards are worth a lot of money, investors play a big role. Unfortunately for the collectors, you cannot have a Joe Montana PSA 10 for $500. That's just the way it is. You can't do anything about it. The reason why the collector wants it is the reason why it's worth so much money. Right. And something I also always talk about is anyone who has ever sold a card is no longer part of the collector conversation. The minute you sell a card for a dollar, you are playing the same game that I am playing, that Mike is playing when he has his collection that he sells over five, 10 year period with his Brady's or Mm -hmm. whatever else. You know what I mean? So fair. Of course, they can coexist. My perspective is everyone needs to just be nicer to each other. And there's room for everybody. If you want to be a collector and you want to just collect cards, then you need to be okay with the fact that you maybe need to pay a little bit extra money for the card that you want or go into something else. Same way a collector. I would love to have a Lewis Hamilton Topps Chrome PSA 10 auto. I can't afford that. So I'm never going to own it. You know what I mean? Like that's just the Mm -hmm. way it is. So I find something else. I get the 2021. I get... uh, a different, like a color, a, a, an orange PSA eight instead of the auto, like whatever. You have to just find the way to play, and also don't make it so argumentative. That's I like that. Do you you like the part about not making it so argumentative? Oh, no, I like to argue, but the rest yeah. of it, I like. Yeah. <laughs> I like to I argue like too, but for stance. fun. When people start getting actually angry, it's not as fun. Oh no, yeah. no, 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 I'm good. I also think that they benefit each other. Like yes. you said, the co- it's only worth what because people find it desirable. I'm like, yeah. I also don't hate the fact that the stuff I'm collecting is now 10x because of investors. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, it, it benefits both. So The real question is, would you have collectors if there was no value? Would you have collectors, have collectors if there were would, no investors? Yes, but you wouldn't have investors if you didn't. You so you, one of those, you would. You'd have collectors no matter what, because collectors aren't selling. They don't care about that. They're only collecting. But mm-hmm. you would not have investors if there was no value. That's right. Who, you don't invest in no value. Well, I so I agree with that, that sentiment. However... I think the collectors would be, you would have them. It would just be significantly smaller. I think I, I don't a, believe that. There's I think that's the number it is now, though. I don't think there's that many collectors only in this hobby. Because well, I actually I mean. subscribe to what Lou said. Collectors don't sell. They're not doing the buy, sell, flip thing. Sure. I don't think there's that many people in the hobby who just collect. That's why. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot more people who say they yeah. collect than they actually do. 
Yeah. yeah, because they try to be here. I don't understand that either. I'm like, I flip all the time. I have a bunch of stuff. I'm only selling if things go terribly wrong in life. But there's a ton of stuff I buy to flip. Like all, I don't know why that's like such a bad thing. Purists. I mean, I think for the most part, yeah. it's not. But yeah, purists those... in any form are just horrible people. <laughs> it's really boring, and it like takes all the fun out of everything. Is this a New York office? Where are you, by the way? I'm in my apartment in New Jersey. Whoa! Is that a window? What's behind you? Can we I see? Got a, you got a, I got a window right here. I keep what are we looking brag at? about it. No, I keep it all. I keep it all. Zo- uh, what's it called? Like zoomed out or whatever? Okay. Because it's kind okay. of a mess in here. I got a cat. I got a dog in here. It's a whole. I thought it was like mess. you were overlooking Times Square and didn't want to brag about it or something. <laughs> no, I have my cat. My cat is literally. Uh, hissing at my sister's dog right now. What kind wow. of dog? I don't care. What, what kind of cat? cat? What kind of dog is it? <laughs> uh, she's like a golden retriever mix kind of thing. She's very nice, but she's very bossy. What's the dog's name? Her name is Harper. What's uh, your social security number? <laughs> All right, Lou. <laughs> Louie G. Thank you for joining us, Lou. Thank you, uh, gang. Maybe we'll play golf down the road. I would love it. Awesome. Have a good day, man. Appreciate you t- taking the time. See you there. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Have you ever spotted McDonald's hot, crispy fries right as they're being scooped into the carton? And time just stands still. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, so there you go. That was Lou G. I actually like that. I would. I agree, by the way. More than three people when you're not in the same room doing a podcast is brutal. Yep. We found that out with the Mojo guys. Great in person twice. Yeah, it's by a little Zoom, hard. Terrible. Agreed. So, uh, let's wrap it up. Let's be done here in just a few minutes. Um, we do have a giveaway we are going to be doing. Um, so anybody who's doing any kind of consignment, uh, Five Star Cards is one of our big consigners on the app. Uh, if you go to Sports Cards Nonsense under Card Services, you will see everybody that we partner with. Uh, we're going to do a giveaway with them today. So basically, $100 in consignment credit uh, if you go to— In other words, just to specify, we yeah. will cover your fees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like say Matt charged you a 10% fee on a $1,000 card, we'll cover up to $100 in your fees. Yes, with exactly. Matt, with five-star cards. Uh, so to enter to win that, all you have to do is go to Sports Cards Nonsense forward slash treasure. We're going to use the same treasure website. All you have to do is enter your information and name. What we want is you to name— your favorite card services provider on our website. Boom, bam. We'll choose a winner. I'll choose a winner probably Monday morning before the podcast. Don't ruin this. So do that. Or well, we also should, we're also going to mention Walkoff. Oh, what okay. is the name of his website, by the way? The official name of the website. Walkoff Submissions is on our website. They do submitting. They prep cards. They'll kind of wipe the surface down, prepare them for grading with PSA, BGS, CSG, and SGC. Just walkoffcards.com. And now walkoffcards.com. You can go online and just do all the paperwork yourself. You can find them in the Facebook group. Nick's a good dude. He runs that. So uh, another awesome option for middleman, middlemanning your grading submissions. Mailbag time? Hit mailbag quickly. Let me get it out of here. Mailbag. Friday night, 9 central. Tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Central. 7 Central. I don't care about the fantasy draft. Yeah, well, other people do Big care. soccer break. Just, if you want to come out for both, just go to the Card Shop Live app. We're going to be on from 7 till whoever know however long the soccer thing goes. Uh, mailbag starting with. I, 
limited time. Can't do it if you're talking over me. Tyler Rodriguez, has PSA ever gave a reason why they exclude 9.5 from their grading scale? No. Next. What, what is that? What do you mean? What does that mean by that? By the, I guess they I'm a little confused. Seven, they, seven, five, eight, eight, five, nine, ten. No, nine, five. I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, Sean Redman, assuming the Eagles and Lions meet or exceed expectations, when will uh, be the best time to sell my PSA 10 Jalen Hurts and Jared Goff rookie cards? Jalen Hurts, if you think they're going to meet expectation, exceed it means playoffs, hold it till the playoffs. Jared Goff, as soon as you see any type of a price bump, he's another guy you're just never going to get that big bump. He's forgotten about at this point, sadly. Kyle Reed, thoughts on bulk moves. I know you touched on a Geno Smith type play, but would you buy 30 of them or just one and hope to make $2.75 LOL? Yeah, I mean, even that though. So if I'm going to buy a dollar card, I can flip for a dollar 30. You just made 30%. Buy 50 of those. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with bulk moves on cheap stuff. Absolutely. If there was a dollar sign, I would have said that $2.75, but I said it $2.75, and that sounded stupid. You did so good. Re, uh, Rehan Wadhwani. Man, I think I nailed that. Mm-hmm. Buy, sell, or hold Herbert Burrow Mills. Yeah, we already did that at the beginning of the show. Uh, thank you, though, Rehan. Appreciate that. So Herbert, I'm a hold there, by the way. Davis Mills, I'm a hold. The other guys we talked about. Yep. Uh, Jeffing, thoughts on the Leaf versus PSA autograph controversy. Do you know about this before we get into it? Yeah, there was some stories about this. I So basically, PSA gave some pushback. I thought it was on the Pele autos from Leaf, and they wouldn't grade them. Hmm. It, he did mention the Cardboard Instagram post. I haven't seen it. Can you make it? Uh, I'll make a note on our sheet. I actually want to look into this before I talk on it too much because okay. I am curious— if that's true, or not that I'm d- doubting Jeff, I just didn't see the source of the story. So I will see. Uh, so we'll get back to you, Jeff. Isla Fishman, Mike and Jesse, what are your thoughts on card values tied to fantasy player values? Very um, similar. Hype is the number one move. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, could that affect in card values? That is, that also kind of goes into play with what they're doing over at So Rare. The, not a sponsor, nothing like that. I just, I do think it's interesting because they just got into MLB. They more than likely will be going into NFL before too long, but they've kind of merged those two fantasy and uh, NFT cards uh, for value. So just they something also, to think the about. owner of that company is ducking me when it comes to that swim. <laughs> he doesn't want to swim against you. He knows. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, Josh Rouge. At what point does Tops Panini Upper Deck have to cancel a product permanently or at least for one year to try and catch up? I don't know. I don't know if they're going to, honestly. I think the that is thought a good question. be at some point they'll try to just catch up because they'll be able to make up some time. But I really don't know. I'm not sure when that'll happen. I wonder if they ever would do that. I'm sure. But I, don't, I just don't have an answer. If they did, I wish it was this year's 2022 yeah, product. Seriously. Uh, Justin Durant, buy, sell, hold, wide receiver edition. Devontae Jefferson Sutton. So Devontae, we talked about. Jefferson, you can hold or buy. I mean, Justin Jefferson's going to be a star in the league for years. Sutton, I think you could buy on the short term. He's cheap. Actually, Russell Wilson just signed a big contract extension with them, so clearly they like what they've seen, and I think they're going to have a good season as well. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Michael, oh boy. Buon Juron. <laughs> it's, it's not fine. He's never asked know, a question before. Wanna, he wanna, needs wanna, credit. Yeah. When going to a card show that's uh, in a different area, would you expect to find better prices on area players' yes. cards? So, like, you're going to pay more for a Luca card in Dallas and you're going to pay in Massachusetts. Absolutely. Chad Ryan, how much of a problem is gambling addictions in the hobby and thoughts of how we can address it? 
That's interesting because up until recently, I'd never thought about that. But it is I'm there sure are people who have issues. I'm sure. It's just like how, how can do you they tell? address it? I mean, it's a personal thing. Like, how do you address any addiction? I don't know. Well, I think like in the gambling world, like if you have a, a problem, you can add yourself to a list that says you can't gamble anymore. Like at a at a casino or something like that. Hmm. Um, I don't know if that's a real thing, but I, yeah, that's something interesting that would probably be talked about more as the hobby grows. Abram King wants to know, not a question, but if Mike is ever in Pittsburgh area, we should get a lift in. I get the stupid elbow fixed, he, Abram. Every I'm other in. day, it's an elbow problem with this guy. Don't Left arm this time. Kyle McWade, is it better to sell MLB prospects when they get called up in September for a cup or coffee? a cup of coffee or the following spring training when they're still high on a prospect list. Generally the call up is the best time. What does that mean? Is that just a joke? Get called up in September for a cup of coffee. Is that a thing? Yeah, like they just called up for like a quick, a short stint and they get sent back down uh, for a brief window. Dave Wampole. Let's hear your Trey Lance opinion. Very on the fence, but I think the team's going to be good. I, again, I view him kind of like Mac. I think he's going to sell for more right now than at any point over the next year. You know what I'm liking about this mailbag? Even though we put it up like literally an hour before we, not even an hour before we started the show, we have a ton of questions, but also a lot of brand new guys. I'm going to try and hit, because uh, we still have a lot more. Christopher Duff, I apologize. We, You know we love you, but I got to go to someone we haven't hit, heard from. Well, here, actually, Chris is a great question, though. He uh, basically, okay. when a player blows up, <laughs> like how do you set new comps? So Tua goes absolutely through the roof. The card used to sell for 100 bucks auction, which he mentions, but yeah, I'll be honest. Like if, if Tua goes crazy three weeks in a row and a card hasn't sold since before he really exploded on the field, I just go straight auction for it. He also wanted to know what my favorite fictional bird is. That would be the owl from The Secret of Nim. It scares me to this day. What language are you speaking? <laughs> it's called a book, open one. Gabe Canales. Can, yep. Currently, you can still buy 2021 Select Football on Panini Direct. Does the fact that they are not sold out say more about select product or pricing? Pricing. Okay. 100% because the product's great. Jake Baker, taking, uh, I'm sorry, talking NFL, you've touched on it a bit. What if the 2022 class underperforms? Will it drag the hobby back or keep it flat? Uh, yeah, obviously. If it underperforms, it's going to drag the hobby down and it will make other releases increase because there'll be more demand there. When we say hobby, are we talking about football and mm -hmm. alone or basketball, baseball nope, too? Football, sport okay. specific. Um, Tristan Cornett, downtowns or kabooms? Stained I like the glass downtown and color color blasts. Oh, there you go. Uh, Max Kroll uh, with a change in the perception uh, and paychecks of wide recover wide receivers. I think is what he meant to say recently. Do you think skilled positions in the NFL, specifically we wide receivers? We'll find increased value. Yep, yep, yep. Cole Benz, how do you assess condition on vintage cards? What's too much damage? What do you consider acceptable? I mean, that changes for everybody. But you also, one thing I would say you have to really, really scrutinize on vintage cards is the surface. There's always going to be a surface issues, damage, creases, lines, stuff you can't see that's much more easy to see on new stuff. That's the one area I think you need to make sure you're very specific with and, and strict about looking at. All right, uh, just going to hit two more here. Adam Sickmiller, I'd like to buy a $100 slab as the prize for my fantasy football group. What should I pick? All right, $100. Christian McCaffrey, silver, PSA 10. Did you know we were about to ask a Christian McCaffrey question? No, but I just bought one. I saw that name. It's probably a little more than 100 but oh well. Uh, Sean Gandhi, thoughts on Christian McCaffrey? 
his value obviously all depends on if he stays healthy, but if he does, he's top four running back. I like him early. I don't trust him to stay healthy. Well, there you roasted. go. That is your show. We so we'll it. be live tomorrow night ripping that case and doing a fantasy draft. Next week, it's Tuesday, Thursday again, correct? Uh, yes, because of Labor Day. Okay, perfect. So there you go. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. Thank you to Louis G.O.N.O. from Card Talk Pod. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye.